You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the Internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everybody, welcome to Webcology here at webmasterradio.fm. It is Thursday, October the 1st, 2009. <laughs> Thanks, George. <laughs> yeah, it's Webcology already, and yes, Webcology is about an ecosystem, a large ecosystem, the web ecosystem, in fact, and... Um, it's kind of nice that you asked that, Patreon results, because today's episode is all about the ecosystem. It's Stats Day here on Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. Uh, Dave, we got a we got a pretty crazy show. We have Linus Giordis, the head of research from eConsultancy, coming on first, and Eli Goodman from Comscore coming on second. Both are discussing general trends moving into 2010. It's going to be a tight show. It is going to. As you know, this this harkens us back. Some shows we just get a get a chance to chat casually about about the state of search, and then we find that or, or the state of the, the sort of universe on a weekly basis, uh, and then we find that we we end up tight. Now we've got like what seventeen eighteen minutes before George tells us we need to go to commercial. So I think we should get to it. There's some some interesting uh, interesting news going on. I think we need to catch the wave and and uh, and get going to uh, to chat about it. What do you think? Nice segue. Nice segue. I know. I, I, that's, that's, that is the interesting news today is Google Wave. 
Um, not like I can really tell you much about it because I'm, I'm, I'm not one of the special hundred thousand. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? I mean, like I feel I feel horrible. I'm not one of the special hundred thousand. That's uh, it's 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 wow. Are you? I, I'm not. No, no. I guess we're we're just not not special enough. The thing is, I don't think we've been involved in the industry long enough, Jim. Couldn't be. Not must be yet. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not like we haven't been diligent or tried to write say nice stuff about Google with it when it warranted or anything like that. It's just uh, we just haven't been around long enough. But, you know what? Uh, I've actually been looking it up. We're in good company. Uh, our, our friend Lauren also has not been invited. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I think there's just been been some some oversights in, uh, in 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 maybe who's who's been invited. Not to say we're the most special people in the universe, but you'd think that media. Hey, ourselves, Lorne, and, and, and certainly probably many others should should get a chance to look at it to, to give some proper reporting. But there's a uh, rumored to be another another big batch of invites going out in the next couple of days. So well, I, I, uh, I really hope we're part of that. We're just have to start making fun of them or something or threaten <laughs> them. We're threatening you, Google. You're being you're, you're being threatened right now. We're going to make fun of you if you don't let us uh, into Google Wave. So there, um, uh, they they've been put on notice. But, you know, um, um, right, Google but, uh, the, the way I, they're introducing it is kind of cool. I know I've, I've like certainly done my research, watched the videos. I mean, Google's got a nice uh, hour, what is an hour, 20-minute long video on, on Google Wave and, and its, its announcement. Uh, there's a bunch of others out there chronicling it. Um, what are your immediate thoughts? Or I, I can certainly delve in with mine if uh, if you prefer. Well, my immediate thought is this. I, I, I really do believe that... Uh, I think this is game-changing technology inside of a what appears to be the closed-loop system of Google. Um, if somebody else was introducing this, I'd say this was going to be the hottest thing since Twitter. May, uh, hotter than Twitter. Hotter than Twitter and Facebook put together. Hotter than Twitter and Facebook and Flickr put together. But it's Google introducing it, and my concern with it is it is going to be the coolest, most amazing, essential thing to pos- that you could possibly use, but you'll be caught within the Google Google ecosystem. <laughs> fair enough. A fair evaluation. Um, I, I have to have to completely agree with you. I think this has the potential to be um, enormously game changing, and I think we have to look at it not just at. What is it that we're seeing with the invites? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sort of getting reviews and, and seeing videos of how it's being used, how it's being introduced. Um, but the idea, taking that one step further and going, not how is it, what is it, but, I mean, you know every time Google launches anything um, that they're not thinking of today. They're thinking, you know, two, three, four, ten, twenty steps down the road in, in how this thing could be integrated into websites, into documents, into... Um, you know, chats into, you know, I mean, I'll put it on my iPhone. Um, looking at it just as a chat medium or like a, a communications medium, a, a replacement for, you know, MSN or, or whatnot, uh, I think it has many, many advantages. Uh, I think I, I would imagine that integration for, like, I, I've, I've looked at the one for iPhone because that's what I have, but I, I would imagine that integration into, um, into Android phones is going to be just, just brilliantly done. Um, what I have to appreciate, and you and I touched on this just a, just a few weeks ago, is uh, in, in Google's ability to amass enormous amounts of information on, uh, on an individual user. I mean, this is just another example and a brilliant one um, of, of where they can collect new data 
large, large amounts of personal data, um, and in a very unique way. I mean, integration of this technology into individual websites, for example, and things like that, and enabling people to communicate while they're on your site and things like that, which I can only imagine is, is, is going to roll out at some point in the not-too-distant future. Um, would be just a just a, a remarkable step forward where Google can track not just what sites are you visiting with with analytics, etc. Uh, you know, and, and you being signed in and what what did you click on, but then taking that one step further and understanding your interaction with websites. And of course, I as a website owner would be highly motivated to place a tool like this onto my site if for no other reason than to further engage people. And if nothing else, no matter what they're talking about, to increase the stay time on that site because now you've You've got people into a conversation on your on your domain. Um, I, I think the launch of this is is it, it's quite groundbreaking, and I think as we're watching it go forward, and as we see what Google really takes it to, uh, I, I think we're going to see some phenomenal innovations. And something else that I'm really looking forward to is seeing how other developers integrate uh, with Google Wave, build tools around Google Wave, and and what. Know, the, the the web world around us can come up with and, and ways that they can use this. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things you have to think of. Is there going to be an API? Are they going to allow the kind of access, say, Facebook has allowed application developers? Is it going to be anything, you know, even remotely like Facebook, which is a much more open sharing format? Um, see, we're, look, we're, we're looking at what appears to be a revolutionary tool that will change the way people relate to... Um, Collaborative working and, and collaborative sharing of, of, uh, of their own information. But, you know, until we get a sense of how users start working with it, you know, I think uh, I, I, it's, it's, it's hard to say what's going to happen. I know I'm intensely interested. I really want an invite. And I understand that, that Google is giving out invites to Google Wave much the same way that they gave out um, invites to Gmail where they release a large block uh, one day, then a few days later release another large block, etc. And they allow people who were within these release blocks to also invite. Now, being an avid blog, the avid blog reader that I am, I do know that we have, or being the avid blog and Facebook and such reader that I am, I know that uh, Danny Sullivan over at Daggle wrote about integrating uh, Google Wave into Twitter, and I happen to know that Matt McGowan um, is also part of the special 100,000, uh, Matt McGowan over at, over at Incisive Media. So, uh, gentlemen, um, Danny and, and, and Matt, um, I think you're holding out on is also part of the special 100,000, uh, Matt McGowan over at, over at Incisive Media. So, uh, gentlemen, um, Danny and, and, and Matt, um, I think you're holding out on is also part of the special 100,000. Uh, Matt McGowan over at over at Incisive Media. So, uh, gentlemen, um, Danny and, and and Matt, um, I think you're holding out on is also part of the special hundred thousand. Uh, Matt McGowan over at over at Incisive Media. So, uh, gentlemen, um, Danny and 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 Matt, um, I think you're holding out on is also part of the special hundred thousand. Uh, Matt McGowan over at over at Incisive Media. So, uh, gentlemen, um. Danny and, and, and Matt, um, I think you're holding out on is also part of the special 100,000. Uh, Matt McGowan over at, over at Incisive Media. So, uh, gentlemen, um, Danny and, and, and Matt, um, I think you're holding out on is also part of the special 100,000. 
uh, Matt McGowan over at over at Incisive Media. So, uh, gentlemen, um, Danny and and, and Matt, um, I think you're holding out on. Me. <laughs> so I, I guess at that, the 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 blame then the fact that you don't have one doesn't actually fall on Google's shoulders. It, it's Matt no, and Danny. It's, it's Matt McGowan's fault. <laughs> totally McGowan's fault, hundred percent. And if it's not um, the McGowan fellow, it's that Sullivan fellow. Just to pipe in, because um, you, you had mentioned not knowing, from what I have read thus far, I don't know too much on the details. Uh, I do know that an API is planned um, for it at this stage, that they are op- going to be opening it up for developers. makes perfect sense. I mean, uh, of course they are. Um, but you also touched on a point that I think is, of, as with a lot of Google tools, I mean, I've seen a lot of over the years Google tools that I would consider quite brilliant. Um, you know, never never leave the labs kind of thing. Um, and I do hope that this one, uh, I would like to see it progress a, a little further than some. Uh, kind of timely, I happen to be watching on uh, on one of the financial reports up, up here in Canada, uh, tales of uh, Ecoria who won a Google Prize, a uh, little over a quarter of a million dollars for developing something that monitors your carbon footprint on your Android phone, blah, blah, blah big launch, their front row and center of the launch of Google Android, this, that, and the other thing, and then only got 2,500 downloads of, of their software, despite all of this, this great hoopla. Um, so, you know, the, the big press up front uh, may not translate into the long-term users that, uh, that Google may be hoping. Um, certainly, well, no, I mean, uh, they, they one could be pushing that, forward by inviting, uh, inviting yourself in, of course, because uh, I, I've seen your network on Facebook. <laughs> Well, again, you know, one I have one word on that, and that's like Orkut. That's all you need ah. to say on that, Orkut. Remember, remember Orkut? Google's Google's great social network. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, we all do. And well, I don't know if we all do, but yeah. And and do you hear about it anymore? No. Well, you know what? If you live in Brazil, you still hear about it. It's extremely popular there, and that's that's one of the neat things about um, releasing applications for public for public use. You have. Really, no idea what's going to happen until the public actually gets its hands in there and starts using it. Um, I find that I always find that like really exciting. It's going to be cool watching the way people again watching the way people start using using Google Wave. Um, I remember when I first saw it, I thought, "Wow, we need to organize affiliate convention using this tool." Um, we are using Google Docs, and I think uh, you know that that's been extremely useful for us. In uh, you know, in passing files around, uh, in passing files around uh, a, a work team that's spread across, really spread around the world. So uh, again, I'm looking forward to, to, to Google Wave. I'm looking forward to Matt McGowan and Danny Sullivan sharing an invite with uh, with with me and all of our listening friends. And uh, <laughs> and I'm getting message. You know what? Our show is getting all topsy-turvy on us already, huh? Uh, the guest that we had scheduled first um, isn't around yet, but the guest that we had scheduled second is around. <laughs> all right, so we're going to be switching it up? I, I suspect we're going to have to be switching it up. We do have Eli Goodman from Comsco on hold right now. And, um, well, Linus from eConsultancy, he's, uh, he's in England. He's in the U.K., and the, there may be a time issue uh, here, I note he's uh, not on Skype yet. But again, we do have Eli Goodman from from Comscore sitting on hold. So, I think 
the uh, the smart thing to do is to break for the commercial, do a little bit of a Numa Numa dance while we pay some bills here. And uh, we're going to be coming back with Eli Goodman from Comscore here on Webcology. And instead, I just want to remind listeners, you can always listen to Webcology live Thursdays, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific here on webmasterradio.fm. But if you're not around at 2 p.m. Eastern or 11 a.m. Pacific, you can download us at iTunes. You can download us from the webmasterradio.fm website. And if you're out and about, I pronounced that correctly. Did you hear that? I said about, not about. If you're, if you're out there, you can listen to us on iTunes Radio. But right now, you're about to listen to the commercials. Uh, we're going to be coming back on Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It's Thursday, October the 1st. Uh, we'll be back in a moment. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. XYC in the affiliate market. Are you an affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No if, ands, or maybe. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up in the flash. Quickly convert the click into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Because this is what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Even come a quick state of the art tracking. Ready to start? You can do it a couple ways. 866-XY7-PAYS. It's toll free. Tell me what you're waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. Affiliatecontracts.com is an affiliate network like no other. Hands-on account management right from setup gives personal attention with continual account optimization. And our affiliates will attest our offers consistently pay more money every single day. Seriously. And hey, want to make a lot of money fast? Check out our unbeatable, I mean unbeatable insurance offers. Higher conversions with programs that are sustainable and scalable because AffiliateContracts.com is committed to you for the long run. Bigger payouts, higher conversions, and attention you expect from dedicated affiliate managers. AffiliateContracts.com. That's what the affiliate world needs. Hey, affiliates, do you find it a challenge monetizing traffic from the U.K., France, or India? You need offers that will appeal to all of your visitors, no matter where they come from. AdsMarket.com has met this challenge and has turned it into a science. AdsMarket.com gets results for publishers and advertisers with a winning formula. The combination of offers, worldwide traffic, and AdsMarket's up-close and personal media management is exactly the boost needed to monetize international audiences. AdsMarket.com. The science of performance. PPC Rockstars will take you to the promised land of PPC Profit. Live broadcast Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Well, welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. This is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO with uh, Jim Hedger from, well, none other than Webmaster Radio. And we are joined at, at the time that I, I first interviewed you, Eli. Uh, I didn't have the, the official title, so I'm going to refer to you by the title that I had called you back at SMX Advanced. Uh, we have Eli Goodman, the god of search statistics for Comscore. How's it going, Eli? Uh, doing pretty well, Dave. How are you? <laughs> doing just fantastic. Um, so happy to have you on the show here today. 
Um, today we're, we're going to try and focus, uh, we touched base a little bit yesterday, on the state of search. Now, coming up, a uh, year from now, that sort of thing. And, of course, uh, having your pulse on, on the statistics and, and on what's going on. Uh, uh, your fantastic guest to, to have on here. So um, let's just start maybe, uh, I mean, you guys produce endless streams of statistics. What is the, the state of search today? What, is, what are the industries that are doing well? What is the, the, where are we at today in search? Well, you know, I think uh, there are a couple different ways to look at it. And the first thing I'd just like to, you know, sort of establish the, uh, the search market here in the U.S., right? Like, let's just quickly talk about uh, some percentages, you know, about who's doing well. I'm sure we're going to get into a little Bing Yahoo partnership situation. But uh, just to, you know, quote a couple of stats for you, you know, by all means, you know, Google is still the dominant search engine. Don't think that's any surprise to anybody. But, I mean, we're running at about, uh, if you look at the core search numbers, out of, you know, the 13.5 billion or so core search numbers, our core search is taking place in the U.S. Google's running at about uh, 64, just under 65%, you know, of those total searches, uh, which is pretty flat month over month. But Microsoft, you know, obviously with Bing is making a little bit of a jump and moving up to about 9.3% of the share of searching at this point, which is actually showing about a 0.4%, uh, or excuse me, yeah, 0.4% change month over month. So, we're, you know, we're starting to see some... Uh, some inroads that they're making, you know, as a result of, you know, the launch of Bing and the huge advertising campaign. Talk to me in another year. We'll see what type of, um, what type of staying power something like that has. I think now, we can the, pretty safely say, I mean, all of us kind of watched Bing jump um, on announcement. You know, I mean, made perfect sense. All of us are in there, you know, doing our searches, right. seeing what Bing's doing. Um, but this it appears to actually have some staying power here in your best guess. Won't hold you to it, but... In your best guess, would you anticipate that they will be staying uh, with this kind of growth, maybe slowing a bit, but staying the course, uh, continuing to see some growth over the next 12 months? Uh, we all know that a new operating system is coming out. They may be integrating it a little more in there. Would you anticipate that they'll have more or, or more stabilized um, growth, irrespective of any deal with Yahoo? Yeah, well, I think that there's a certain degree of stabilized growth that will come. It's hard to be able to say how much. Um, I think what's, what's important to note is that it's a question of will they have growth as far as gathering up more share in the market, or will they keep growing just even as a result of the fact that people are just running more searches all the time. I think on the latter, by all means, they'll be growing because across the board, the search market just grows and grows and grows every month, whether it be in the United States or worldwide. I mean, here in the U.S., the number of searches per searcher each month is up over 100 at this point. Um, so I definitely see that there will be growth in general. Now, as far as capturing share, I think that there's a certain degree of growth at share that will be gathered up as we go. But I do feel that, you know, as a result of what's going on with the Yahoo-Bing partnership, it's actually going to probably stall out some of that growth for a while because I think a lot of the resources that would be pushed towards, you know, the, the, the increasing of algorithms as, as it relates to efficiency and delivering more relevant results, um, things that they would be doing to make the search experience better, a lot of that might be put on hold as a result of, you know, a lot of the technology uh, partnerships sort of back and forth discussion that's going to be going on, not to mention all the prepping for the Department of, Department of Justice, you know, in order to allow the actual partnership to go through. So I would actually see over the course of the next year, it would not surprise me if we saw Google steal back a little bit of that share. 
Now, are there any statistics out there from ComScore right now on the demographic? Who is who is being stealing right now, or, or how who did they take um, as far as the demographic? What is their their standard user? Well, you know, I would say that you know what's interesting about a couple of things that are going on. You know, we actually did a, an interesting analysis about this recently around uh, the searchers and who they are. And the thing is, it's think about. All searchers out there in the U.S. pretty much at one time or another during the course of any given month will run searches on Google and Yahoo and Bing. So, you know, what's happened is that during this, the beginning of the Bing searching, you know, those users that generally will use all three at one time or another um, took a certain set of their searches and began to run them on Bing. A lot of that happened because of just the launch and general interest. But some of the staying power that we've seen, uh, a couple things are going on. One definitely involves like the growth of Facebook searching. You know, the fact that Facebook searching at this point, uh, you know, here in the United States, but let alone worldwide, you know, is up almost to 750 million searches in the U.S. Uh, and the fact that you know Facebook is powered by Bing definitely helped drive some of their share in the marketplace. So that's one. Sorry, did you have a question, Dave? No, I'll let you continue. Sorry. Right. So uh, anyway, you know, so that's one thing that I see that's definitely been happening. The second is that Bing definitely has great search results for some very specific stuff. You know, when you think about people that are running travel searches, they definitely do very, very well in that capacity, not to mention uh, a lot of the advertising, a lot of stuff that they've done around Bing shopping, you know, has seen uh, definitely like a degree of growth over the course of the past few months. So I think those are a couple of things, the actual, like, you know, retail shoppers. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen during uh, the fall holiday season, you know, going through retail season here uh, into through January. And then also, again, like a lot of the travel stuff, you know, over the summer, travel being particularly important, I think the fact that, uh, you know, they have such great travel results and, like, the decision, sort of the decision engine piece that they relate to travel has, uh, you know, and they did that during high travel season. It was a good time for the launch for them, for their de- defined groups. So it really just gets down to the fact that normal searchers, most of the demographics are for everybody, right? Everybody uses all the engines because they tend to run searches in a lot of different places. But a couple of the partnerships and as well, things like travel and some retail has really helped out. So on the, I mean, you've created a great segue for me by indicating, you know, sort of specific industries that being seems to be providing superior results under. Are there opportunities then on each of the engines, and what are the opportunities that that you see regarding sectors and paid advertising campaigns? Uh, What are the sectors that that can see the best growth on the various engines? Well, you know, a a couple of things I I think that will see great growth. I mean, listen, now it's retail season. You're going to see a huge jump here as far as the number of sponsored link exposures, paid search ad impressions, and then the actual click-throughs. And by all means, as we look at year over year, even with the economy down, definitely feel that, you know, the the discretionary funds that are being spent or will be spent in holiday season, we're going to see a bit of an uptick, uh, maybe even a little bit more than we saw last year. You know, because what's been happening... um, or that people definitely still need to spend, right? You know, I mean, people still need to buy stuff, and I think there's been a loosening of those dollars uh, a little bit, um, you know, because also something interesting that has happened just even outside of uh, search itself, but has been that the personal savings rate in the United States has actually seen its first uptick in literally over 30 years. But the reason for that uh, over the course of the past year is because normally it's older people in the United States 
uh, have been saving because their 401ks took such a beating. Now, what we've been begun to see is that now that you know the 401ks have stabilized. You know, that savings rate is dropping a little bit because, you know, older folks that are normally in their golden years and spending as opposed to saving, uh, are, I believe that we're going to see a twist of that, you know, throughout the fall season. So definitely like retail, you're going to see, you know, some hot things across the board for all the engines. But it'll be interesting to see what's going to, who's going to win that little retail battle as far as at least share of searches as it relates to sponsored link exposures. I think another thing I'll point out that is actually, you know, to switch it not from a winner but to a loser, we just put out a great press release today around the drop in sponsored link exposures as a result of, you know, the FDA uh, and the warning letters that they've sent out to the pharmaceutical industry. And we actually have seen, I mean, literally the number of sponsored link exposures across the net is dropping, you know, since March, you know, all the way through June to like a 50% decline, you know, all the way down to even an 84% decline by the time you reach into June. So, you know, what used to be an enormous amount of paid search advertising that was done by drug companies, the fact that, you know, the, the letter basically stated that they're, they're the copy in the ads was misleading due to the exclusion of risk information associated with the drugs. If that was not included in the advertisement, then, uh, you know, they needed to pull back on the paid search ads. So we've seen an enormous drop there as well. So I'm interested to see how that's going to play out as it relates to revenues in the end. Well, Eli, you gave us a pretty good indication of, of where you think uh, e-commerce is going for the holiday season. But you know, looking at the stats over the last year, and it's it's been it's been a, a rough year for retail, and uh, you know, a year that didn't show as much growth for e-tail. But if you can put, look into your crystal ball, looking forward to 2010, where do you see the, in general, the online economy going in 2010? Well, you know, I, I'll be honest. It's a little hard to say. You know, like by all means, it is. It is early. Twenty ten could be an eternity from now. It might seem. Um, you know, let's let me um, let me relate it back to search a little bit. I think there's a couple things that we should be on the lookout for. Like assuming that the Bing Yahoo partnership goes through, because by the time that that does go through, which will be let's call it late twenty ten, even moving into early twenty eleven, I think that there's going to be some great improvements for both of those organizations as it relates to the big advertisers out there. Because what's been happening is that leading up to this point, you know, most of the time, most companies that I speak to, Google has clearly have a superior search campaign technology when it relates to large advertisers and the simplicity for them to be able to deliver their campaigns, whether they be domestically here in the U.S. or worldwide. You know, they could roll out a worldwide campaign on the AdWords interface in two hours. On Yahoo, it would take over a day, and maybe even with Bing, it could take up to two days. So what's happened in the past is due to the simplicity of all that, um, you know, Yahoo and let alone Bing might necessarily, they might not put resources towards it. And with the integration of the two together and sort of what will be a simplification of the technologies, I think will eventually drive more advertising, uh, you know, by the time that they get that rolling because it'll be much easier and more simple for an advertising team in order to make the push. I'm, I'm, I'm so, actually glad that you mentioned integration between Yahoo and, and Bing. Um, one of the questions that was posed to the chat room a few minutes ago from a listener named CC is, what's the difference between Yahoo and Bing? Are they showing the same results? Has the integration happened yet? You know, that's a great question. The answer is no. The integration has not happened at this point simply because, one, it's a big technology undertaking, and two, the, it needs to be approved by the Department of Justice, right, in order for to be able to create you know, what is sort of a, even less oligarchs, so to speak, in the world of U.S. search. 
But, you know, a couple of things that we'll see is that, you know, the Bing Ad Center, they will be the ones that will be the defining ad platform for all paid search ads that will be delivered on Bing and Yahoo. So that's the first piece. But Yahoo actually will still handle the sales for the large advertisers themselves. So they're going to maintain those relationships on their own as opposed to handing them over to Microsoft. So one thing that is, you know, that will change is that AdCenter always lacked the scale, you know, because they simply didn't have enough data to maximize paid search spend ad matching efficiency, we'll call it. So I think it's a great benefit to them for the new partnership. More searches equals better ad matching, which could be more potential focus uh, by the advertisers on the new platform. Now, let's say that once everything gets done, um, you know, we call it late 2010, early 2011, um, you know, I think it'll actually, again, it'll be great for both companies, but Yahoo is going to keep the current look and feel for their search engine to prevent defection from people leaving Yahoo and just going over to Bing. So even though Bing would be delivering said results, uh, it's still going to have the same Yahoo feel. So that's similar to like when you had Yahoo search that was powered by Google, so to speak. Now, I'm going to jump you. It's, it's, it's such a pleasure to have you on, but I know we're, I just got my five-minute warning, so I'm going to take us off in a, in a slightly different uh, vein here because I want to make sure we, we cover a few things, and then I'm probably going to have to drag you back on the show because, as always, we're, we're going to run out of time to have, to have you on here. Um, what, what are we seeing internationally then? I mean, you touched on that earlier, that the, the integration then of uh, or, or the, the blending of, of these two engines will make it easier, more seamless to go international. One of the big things uh, or advantages that Google's had till, till now. What are we seeing on the international scale then regarding marketing? Are there markets that we're seeing emerge where a, a, a U.S. Uh, or, say, myself up in Canada um, company may be able to expand into? What industries are we seeing exceed internationally or, or grow internationally that, that maybe we should be keeping our eyes on um, and readying ourselves to market into as soon as we can? Well, you know, that's actually a great question, you know, because it's easy to be able to just talk about what's happening in the U.S., but... A lot of very interesting things happen, you know, around the world. So at this point, as of uh, July 2009, worldwide, there's literally over 113 billion searches that were run, you know, worldwide. Um, now, the thing is, is in the U.S., we talk about 64% of those searches happening on Google. Worldwide, it's actually a much bigger number. Google has a much more dominating position worldwide than any of the other search engines by far. Um, you know, just to even give you like a sense of some numbers here, is that if we were to go ahead and look at, uh, let's say, Canada, for example, you know, we're going to take into account searches that are taking place both on, um, you know, say, core search engines and also non-core non engines, such as a YouTube or a Facebook or something like that. I mean, in Canada, you know, in the month of August, you had over 3.4 billion searches that took place. 2.8 billion of those took place on a Google-related site, so whether that be Google or YouTube or, you know, some other, you know, Google Images or something related to that. You know, as you begin to move out into someplace like Europe, I mean, you know, which is actually the largest search continent on the planet, believe it or not, with over 37 billion searches in August. I mean, out of that 37 billion, over 30 billion of those took place on Google sites. Now... On a grand scale, definitely Google has an extremely dominating position worldwide, but it's important to be able to remember that there are individual search engines that companies should focus on, let alone begin to think about uh, things like Facebook searching or some sort of you know, social media searching in individual markets themselves. Examples of that you know, would be over the course of the past year in Russia, 
Yandex as a search engine is actually seeing the largest growth of any major search engine on the planet, with a 94% year-over-year increase as far as the total number of searches go. And actually, uh, you know, the number two search property on the planet is, uh, you know, going to be Baidu out there in China. You know, so... Um, you know, these are important things to think about depending upon where you're going or if you're going to be in, um, you know, South Korea, neighbor is where you need to be. And then, you know, then you start to, then you start to think about well, what's going on with somebody like, uh, you know, like a Facebook, and I believe I mentioned that earlier. I mean, Facebook now has, you know, over 700, you know, about uh, almost 750 million worldwide searches that have taken place, which actually then dominates over, you know, a lot of the other properties, but even something like an eBay, right? Or let's not forget YouTube, literally up over 16 billion YouTube searches this past month, and there's some great SEM opportunities that can be done inside of YouTube, whether it be domestically or internationally. Eli, we're down to our last two minutes now. Um, so I, I, I'm going to try to jam two questions into one. Is social media stealing uh, stealing audience share from search engines? And do you see one of the social one of the social media applications emerging as a real time search engine? Um, okay, so we'll make it quick since I know I'm a bit verbose. The first piece is I do not see them stealing search traffic yet simply because, again, the search market worldwide is still growing at such an enormous clip. So when you talk about number of people and then the number of searches that they perform uh, and then where they're running those searches, you know, traditional search engines are still dominating, although we're seeing much faster growth in, uh, you know, in the sort of the non-traditional sort of social network type of places. Now, as far as will any of them become a, uh, a real-time search engine, and by real-time I assume you mean not necessarily like a Twitter search, but you just mean would become just like a straight search engine? Well, yeah, like able to feed results almost instantly, you know, as, as the users generate them. Oh, well, I mean, you know, the, the closest thing you're going to get to, uh, you know, real-time search engine is, is going to be your Twitter search. Right, like your ability and sort of the feed that they're able to offer, where you could actually sort through and understand this is exactly what's going on on the minds of people, literally as it's happening. You know, so if you're watching a speech on TV or there's some sort of big sporting event going on, the World Cup coming up, for example, you know, being able to come up with some way to analyze that data. I mean, Twitter is going to be your most immediate way. You know, their search functionality and what they could actually partner up with. That's 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 the immediate one that I can think of as it relates to social media. Well, Eli Goodman, uh, stat god over there at Comscore. I'm afraid we have to leave it at that today. Um, we're out of time for the segment, but thank you so much for being on Webcology, friends. We got to go to a break here on Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're coming back with the head researcher for eConsultancy, Linus Gregorius. Uh, he's he's on the line and on hold, and we'll get to him after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after 